Peace, y'all. This is Reels on the Sound. Parker! God damn it. That, was that loud? That was loud. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to. You know what I mean? We just we just got done, man. We was listening to 21 album, man. Shout out to Mike, man, because I really wasn't uh, in a rush to listen to it. And I fuck with 21. Everybody know I fuck with 21. But, man, you know, I don't know, man. The whole album scared me. It was a good start. Yeah. Good start. It's pre-workout music. Yeah. It's a good start. It's, it's real bad at the end, though. No, the ending. No, the last two. Did we fuck with the last two? No, we didn't. I fuck with the last, the last song. I fuck with the one. No, you fuck with the with the rock dude. The oh rock. no, 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 yeah, yeah. I fuck with the last, the last two. two. Yeah, yeah, I fuck with the last two. Wifey, we we was um, Mike, I can't hear myself. Uh, we was talking, right? Uh, oh shit, Here maybe it's just okay. Um, we were talking and we we had got into a nice little argument about it, right? Mm-hmm. When you talking about dealing with change in an artist as an artist how do you deal with change without alienating your audience one and two as a consumer as a consumer how do you deal with your favorite artist making the change I don't think that we really allow our favorite artists to change to be honest like and the part that really sucks is, is that when we fall in love with them, it's really, it's really not who they are genuinely as an artist, um, especially if they come from like a big label. Mm-hmm. Usually they're packaged. They have a lot of songs that are written by, you know, different songwriters. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of money that's invested because they're pushing this, this new artist. Mm-hmm. So when we fall in love with the, the artist that comes out, it's usually not them, mm-hmm. really. It's usually like, a, you know, kind of like put together type of what they feel will be appealing to the masses because they want to get a return yeah. on what was put out. Um, I think that puts the, the artist in a, a weird position because it's like, okay, I have this talent. I have a vision for myself. However, that's not what's selling right now. So when they do step out, you know, fans are kind of like, eh. yeah. What's this? Facts. Like with Miguel, I always use him as a prime example as for you should. me. Because as I you <laughs> <laughs> when I tell y'all I loved Miguel so much when he first came out. And I still held on like with Kaleidoscope Dreams. But after that, <laughs> like I forced myself to like Kaleidoscope Dreams. And then after that it was like mm, You like yeah. Kaleidoscope Dreams? No, I, I it took I had to sit with it. That's the second or the third album. That's the second one. Wait, cause Kaleidoscope, hold on. Kaleidoscope Dreams was cool after I sat with it. I didn't like any. Like I had to. Album outside of the first. I had That's to. Insane. I because had to really like sit with it. I feel like to like it. His first album was premier R and B. It was all R and B. There was no exploring. There was barely any skips. Like it was something you could just put on. Yeah, but you could tell from the beginning he wasn't gonna stay like an R and B cat. I'm like Kaleidoscope Dreams. That's crazy. Kaleidoscope Dreams was too. I had to sit with it. That was when he was really in his Prince bag. I and I don't like Prince. Cause I started so. that. Kaleidoscope <laughs> got the pussiest mind on it yes. and all that shit right here. Yeah, yeah. It took me like I really, really had to sit with that album, and then I was like, okay, I liked it. After like maybe two or three times going through, I enjoyed it but it was nothing like his it debut it had to be something on it that, that kept you saying okay i gotta get this another try. it was him his first album it was the first album, first album it was boy. him Fuck and it was that. like okay i'm gonna listen i'm gonna try to stick with it 
So after Kaleidoscope's dreams, it was it was, it was a done deal. No, I was done. I think I like I like coffee in the morning. It was cool. Um, and then the one that he had with the the jazz artist, remember? Or he's not a jazz artist. Uh, the writer, remember? Uh, something. Oh, you talking chill. about Salam Remy? Yeah, Salam Remy. The, uh, um, it was all on the radio. Uh, come through and chill. come through and chill before they added J Cole to it. Yeah. Which was a terrible. Yeah. Like, the original don't have J Cole on it. That was a terrible decision. Yeah. yeah. But that wasn't, that was a Salon Remy. That was on Salon Remy's album. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm trying to, I don't know if I have any, if I've, did I fuck with anybody that like made it? No. I know, I think the only, the only, um, the only thing I can, only one I can remember is when J. Cole kind of did it. So his first album, he was like rapping, rapping. But yeah. he had a song called, uh, <clears throat> fuck, what is that song? If you got a good thing, open up and see you again. Mm-hmm. That shit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess behind the scenes, he was really getting killed for it. So on the second album, he made the, he really tried Nas to down. double down and do the rapidly rap shit. And that's when he made, I let, you know, let Nas down and shit like that. I, I hated that album. That's one I fuck with. Uh, Born Center? Ugh. I love Born Center. Oh, I like Born Center. It's my favorite J. Cole song. Um, I think the... Uh, and then Forest Hill. The heartbreaking one, but I mean, J. Cole really, he hasn't really changed as an artist, in yeah. my opinion. His flow, a little bit. Um, I think the most heartbreaking one for me was Wale, when I was big on Wale. And then he came with the, like, the... I don't know what the fuck that Moon album was with the moon on the cover. He, <laughs> he, tried was, to, he was the only person I was big on Wale. <laughs> he tried to go he into like, like went out of state to go see he him tried to go like, and he, was, he was the only one. Crazy. Yeah. I, There's I never seen, been nobody that was like, yeah, Wale. I seen Wale. I watched Wale perform before he became like Wale, Wale. Like we was in like a hole in the wall, mm. which was super dope um, to see him. Like he was doing all his freestyles and shit like that. It was... It was dope to see artists. Wale always going to give you a hit, though. I think Wale mastered that part of it. Like, with the Lotus Flower Bomb. And yeah. All them, like, I think he mastered bad. that. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Matrimony. Lotus Flower Bomb, Bad, Matrimony, Bad Remix. Uh, uh, is it a Sophisticated? Is it for Sophisticated Girl? Yeah. With Jake, uh, with Jay Holiday. He always, he always going to give you that. Like, he's always going to give you... A single. A, a great fucking single. Mm-hmm. Now album He's boring though. What? I like nothing would ever make me want to go listen to him. Yeah, that's he crazy. Is, he but he tried boring. to do he tried to do like the uh what the fuck do they call it in he DC? Is Darius. Uh, go-go. <laughs> he tried to do a go-go album and that shit was That's DC. Trash. That's him though. I it is him, but that's where I he come hated from. it. He he incorporates it in his music, but I think the that album, the Blue Moon, whatever the fuck the Moon album was. He tried to do it all of it, and uh, yeah, you kiss my ass with that. And shit. see, and that's like where you kind of mess up at as an artist, because it's like, why would you? That's that's very niche. It's very yeah, you know, specific to where Go-go. you grow up at, yeah. where you grew up at. So it's like, why would you? I could see throwing maybe one or two songs on there just to pay, you know, yeah. pay homage to where you came from, but a whole album. That's what he did with Attention Deficit. Um, his first album, he. He was Sometimes rapping you do on it. To see if it catch. He had the song with uh, mm-hmm. he had a song in there with Rihanna, um, and then he had a go go song that was his first. Like he had Nike boots and all that shit, and then he put out the go go song with Lady Gaga. It was going like, yeah, I like that song. Come on, man. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not the one with Bun B on it. 
Bumby's on the song. Bumby and Lady Gaga. Who wants to hear a song? That is a crazy mix up. That's crazy. I really forgot it. I really forgot it then. I like that song. But I, I just, you know what I mean? I, it's a it's a slippery slope. And that's what I was arguing. We mean we we was having a real argument cuz I feel like it was a, <laughs> it was a slippery slope. Yeah. I feel like artists as people they're going to grow. It's inevitable. The problem is you can alienate your audience by doing it. By growing. Can you have some that come along? Can you rebrand as they call it? Yes, but yeah. for the most part with growth come with growth comes alienation and i haven't seen an artist yet that was able to continue continuously grow as you call it and not lose any yeah, that's the along the way. that's and life a, though yeah it is but as a consumer which i am i'm a consumer yeah i don't want my artists to make any changes that i don't like i think it's only i think it's only bad if that artist Audience doesn't grow past wherever that you know yeah. what I'm saying, like wherever his peak is at. Like if you just completely go downhill with the growth, like because everything is involved at that point. Like if the numbers ain't ain't matching up, if all that shit not matching up, then that's not think it's like oh shit you fucked up. But if you can grow and grow an audience at the same time, I think you're doing what you're supposed to do as an mm-hmm. artist. Like if I grow as an artist. And my audience is growing with it because we're going to we're going to pass the stage. That's one thing. Yeah, yeah. because you're going to pass the stage where the fifteen year olds. Seen that happen? It don't happen too many times. It can you can much. you name a time it's happened? Nas. Wait, where you completely changed how you did music? Huh? Snoop. Come on, man. Yeah, what? Snoop changed. What Snoop. the fuck are you talking about? I don't think Snoop Lion Niggas that ever drink grew. OE in Black Dickies is not listening to Snoop Lion. They're not listening to none of that <laughs> bullshit he putting out. Doggy Snoop Doggy Style is not listening to all that bu- that bullshit. They came back when he did the Death Row shit, right? Didn't didn't what? say Death Row shit. The Death Row album. I can't think of the name of it. When the he, new when, Death Row album. The new Death Row album. Come on. No, I don't know. come on. His first album was off the fucking charts. Everybody knows his second album was shit, and then he came back with the No Limit shit. I don't really. Which I don't. Is a completely different sound than Dead Dog Style. He got two good projects. He got two projects that niggas acknowledge over there. At no Limit. His personality outweighs like. I was finna say that Snoop, yeah, Snoop growth goes with his personality. It don't go with his like people his like music. Him. I think, and, and but even, I think for Nas it did when Nas came back with the. Hit boy shit and all that. I think he grew an audience outside of his normal audience. But I, I've seen I I so enjoyed one it. time. I enjoyed it, but it's still not a different Nas. It's still not a different Nas. When you say change, I know what I'm getting. Uh, I know what I'm getting with Nas. I'm getting I'm getting introspective raps. I'm getting he was uh, getting blamed for his, beats, his whole I'm career. Getting knowledge. His B selection was his was his That's, whole. That was a lazy argument that came from Jay Z's takeover. He was really getting killed when he tried to go mainstream. He was getting killed when you talk about beat selection. It was his main the mainstream beats that he was really getting killed for. That didn't start until the Jay Z takeover. Liked, shit. People liked. You can hate me now. Yeah. People liked. You can hate me now. Yeah. <laughs> you Obi was probably his biggest. I hit. hate it. I can't. People like Nasty Nas to Esco to the Escobar. Now he is Nostradamus. I can't stand (laughs) mainstream Nas. So when I listen to these, probably his biggest hit though. Possibly, but as a Nas fan, disgust me. Uchiwali, 
disgusts me. Probably his second biggest hit. <sighs> what are we doing? Nas was low key pop. Not 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 as far as like the music, but when you say he tried it, to with I am, I am is the one that people I, were really killing, and that was when he was trying to go mainstream. Yeah, because yeah. Brave Hearts, that was Brave Hearts, and when are we? At Brave Hearts is Outlaws. When are we ever? No, they got way more joints than outlaws. I don't know. They what the fuck do they got? Everybody was saying. Everybody was saying that uh, Nas's Nas's bodyguard killed him on Uchiwali. That's the only song that they got, which is quick to back down. You just put that to Nas. Quick to back down with Lil John. No, we don't know that. We don't. We don't. We don't even know that song. We don't even know that song. And you tried to add Lil John on like that gave us some credibility. Oh, you niggas is being disrespectful. Oh yeah, that. Oh oh, you never back down. No nigga, knock it off. You don't remember quick to back down. Nobody remembers that. Outlaws are better than outlaws. Is Braveheart. They're, yeah, they're better. They're better than the Bravehearts. What? The Outlaws, they got no Uchiwali verse, nigga. I'll give you that. Niggas that don't even like rap know that Uchiwali verse. They don't know the verse. They know the beat. Come around with your tongue ring. Wait, hold up. Don't do that. Because niggas know, niggas know every word of hit them up. That's, man, that's an anomaly. You can't bring up. That's what are you what talking that? about? That's, that's that is a big, that's anomaly. And that's bigger than Uchiwali. You move that the goalposts. No, I'm not. You talking about the outlaws. You are talking about the one, arguably, I'm not even going to say arguably, <laughs> it is the greatest diss record in the history of diss records to me. You can, come on, dog. The outlaws is on. Who doesn't know any of that? You cannot like Pac and you know all the words to that song. Some songs you just know all the, the words way, to. Yo, get out the way, yo. <laughs> For real. Biggie Smalls just got dropped. Hit him up. That's the Come mag, on. And I'm going to hit him. Come they on, better man. than fucking Braveheart. And it's not close. Come in, Ma. Come on in. Tell with your tongue ring. Peek with uh, the front uh, end. What are we talking about? What what member of Braveheart verse do you fucking remember? Name I know him. all of Uchimali. Name, name, what's their name? I only remember Jungle, and that's because that's his brother. But I don't, I don't know them. Who knows the the outlaw niggas? I just know them because they they named after dictators. Who knows the verse? I just told you. you I know only, all of Uchiwali. That's, that's niggas know Uchiwali. Only song. I mean, no, thankfully Nas knew. Don't put these niggas on too many <laughs> records. They but you know the outlaws. You know their verses on uh, All Eyes on Me too. Like. Like all of the songs mm. on there, pretty much. You know, even Niggas though you know, may baby not, don't cry. I know them, but I skip them. No. I don't skip. The I think you're the Brave only Hearts person that bottom, like hates the outlaws. They're, they're bottom tier rap posse. It's like it's they are outlaws. Then probably Junior Mafia. Then probably G Unit. Way, G Unit, I feel like they were they were kind of like in a league of their own because everybody had their own Absolutely. album. No, they wasn't. G Unit had they that. Did. Lloyd Banks. They had. Nah, we're not doing that. We're not, the not doing that. The buck. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. The buck. We're not doing that. The buck. We're not doing that. The buck. I started listening. Too, I started listening to G. They they all had. They but all started listening they all to had G Unit. Success. They all had success. I started listening way. to G Unit during the mixtape era. The mixtape era, niggas really had to rap. G Unit would not be where they are. Respectfully, without Lloyd Banks, Fifty was the star. Lloyd Banks was rapping, rapping, rapping. This is before this is before Buck was added, though, right? This is Buck. Buck was no nigga. They added Buck because they wanted they wanted somebody they wanted from somebody from the south. He did his shit, and Buck and Juvenile wasn't because Buck was with Juvenile, right? They wanted somebody from the south. 
They wanted somebody from the West Coast, so they go get game. That don't what I mean. You gotta give them some credit though. The game was what? Tupac was on death row longer than game was. <laughs> on G unit. Yeah, but it's not a it's not a as a rap crew, like they're they're the better rap crew. Outlaws, Junior Mafia, all them niggas was trash. Outlaws, Junior Mafia. Junior Mafia got a hit. The locks. The, don't locks. do that. The don't do that to the locks. Thing. Don't do that to the lock. She stinks. No, <laughs> she glued stinks. You can't she got a better a album than me, but out of here as a as a rap group. Stinks as a, as a group. Stinks. You're not doing that to the locks. Boy, fuck out of here. Respectfully, I respect them. Stinks. But who they, who crew are they though? They not, they're not nobody's rap crew. That's just a, a group. That's just a group. We talking about it was Puff's crew. They started in Bad Boy, and and they and they went. Beyond, you crazy. I don't think you look at the you don't look at the locks the same way you look at the brave hearts or you look at the why not? They were they were behind a a, uh they weren't they weren't a group that was introduced behind an artist though. If if you do, the knocks will be the top tier crew. They was uh, they on a lot of bad boy songs. What do you mean? Then they're the top tier crew. They weren't introduced. They weren't introduced to somebody else. Smoking dick, and I'm talking about top five worst rap groups. Uh, rap crews and locks is not is top out, five. One is Outlaws, two is Junior Mafia, <laughs> three is the Locks, no, four is PSC. PSC. PSC was, was pretty PSC bad. And five <laughs> is PSC was trash. Wait, you said you said these I are like the worst? PSC shit, but worst. Bravehearts is number one on the list. <laughs> Bravehearts. They only like two songs, bro. Bravehearts. Come on. Three six Mafia. Fucking, uh, they're not a crew. What's the what's the they're Nelly, not a crew though? Nelly Nim, Saint oh, Lunatics, Saint Lunatics. You smoking <laughs> so <laughs> much? Get you got me <laughs> fucked up. Get them niggas out of <laughs> here. <laughs> fucked up. What? You Saint Lunatics was so pretty bad. Fu- St. Lunatics and Locks, y'all need to leave out of this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you niggas talking about, <laughs> niggas. St. Lunatics, Saint Lunatics is one of them ones. No, they were the Air Force ones. That was it. <laughs> What? <laughs> that was it. That's disrespecting the lunatics. The diplomats is considered a crew because they they uh, they really from Cameron. They really Burgane. All of trash. They came from Dipset. Big trash. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> I got my no nigga. The outlaws is number one. Junior Mafia. PSC. Don't do that. Don't do that. The locks. The Locks is not a Bird rap game. crew. They're not a rap crew. They're a rap crew. And if group. they are, they're better than everybody that he named. They were under they were under Bad Boy and Puffy. Yeah, but they weren't introduced as like Puffy's crew though. No, they were just like an like acting bad boy. That's not the same thing. What are you talking about? He was they were doing the writing for him and shit. I'm saying, but it was like Nelly's crew is the St. Lunatics. Like not his crew friends. is the Braveheart. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm okay, giving them an right, opportunity. So I take out the locks and put three six. Bravehearts need to stay there. Put three six mafia right there. Nah, I'm putting true. Who? True. T R U? No limit? Yes. Fuck out of here, bro. Fuck out of here. Yes. I individually, individually, trash. I don't care for together. I, trash. No. No. I'm not <laughs> doing on, that. I'm not doing that to TRU. In a time, <laughs> TRU was was pretty decent. At at that moment, Braveheart. I'm still mad you're not putting Bravehearts on there. That is they fucking only, crazy. They, the two songs they, the two That's songs I, I remember nah, I them nah, on is on Uchi Wally and Quick to Break Down, and they did their thing on nah, both you, of them. You, 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 they have an album, don't they? Didn't they end up getting an album? No, like one? 
Well, well, shit, the two songs. <laughs> Come on, man. That's the you missing. You to out, to, you to out, only be on two songs and not even get an album out the situation no, is more of a reason is, why they're the worst. part of the reason why even Outlaws got an album. smarter than Pac. Unfortunately, Tupac and Outlaws album got a couple songs that niggas fuck with. What was the Cat Williams say? You have an, an unnatural <laughs> allegiance to losers. Nah, that man. is not like you. He's. I wish Pac was alive to hear that shit. I wish he was. No, he because they, they weren't terrible. They weren't. Get the I don't think they were terrible. Out of here. They, they wasn't Braveheart. They, they wasn't Junior Mafia. They got some joint. If you you are, nah, I can't. I can't put you. You are a supreme hip hop boom bapper. If you listen to Hail Mary past Tupac part, you don't listen to Hail Mary past Tupac. Absolutely not. I'm that definitely finishing Hail Mary. Yeah, Why am I not listening to the whole Hail Mary? What are we doing? Why are you not listening to the whole Hail Mary? Because after Pac, do I need to? That yes, is crazy. Yes. Yes. The whole thing. You bugging. They're top tier. When it I have never heard someone say that they skipped past him. Like, I've so never heard that. I don't listen to many Pac songs. But the outlaws on them. Or I, I skipped a part. Period. That is crazy. I, outlaws, man. I, I think, I think, like I say, as a as a crew that comes under a rapper. They too. After yeah. G you they too. After G I enjoyed the outlaws. After G that's unfortunate, two. but that's probably California bias. We wasn't skipping. A, we wasn't skipping all, all the outlaw features. We was not. We, we was not. It's a lot of niggas. You left D twelve deserves a place in the top. We ain't doing that. <laughs> they have some shit. I ain't doing D twelve. They have some shit. D twelve has some shit. Now that's Ooh. a real rap crew. D twelve has some shit. That's, that's, that's real really rap. my friends. <laughs> These <What>? my friends. Them is my niggas. Hey, hey, what you doing tomorrow? You want to come to the studio? What time, think, you, what time you get off? I These are the only people that let me say nigga behind closed doors. I think they. All of D12 was black, though. These my that, friends. Oh, oh. Eminem is the only group no, niggas that let me say no. niggas behind them them I think they played stunk. the mainstream game, but them niggas could really rap. Them niggas stunk. Boy. I think, I think uh, D9 could produce. I like him as a producer. Other than that. Who could rap? Which, which one can rap? Bizarre. Nobody wanted to hear Bizarre. Fuck no. Bizarre was when he put he had them Biz, all. Bizarre was when you put them on the early title of the creator. But when you put them when you put when you worse. put D twelve D twelve's album was solid. I fuck with D twelve album. And I'm when, not putting D twelve. When Eminem put when Eminem put them, I'm not. No, I can't talk about after they all broke up and all them they rich so they doing their shit. I can't do that. But when Eminem was putting them on a on on his album. And when the D12 album came out, D12 them is top, was they, solid. They, 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 they I can't top, speak they for top rap I can't, to me. I can't I agree speak with for that. the rest of this shit, what they doing now. I'm not speaking for it. Why? Because <laughs> they have no association okay, so to him. Where, where was the last time you put on a D12 album and, and, and listened to it with the same ears? When was the last time? Uh, I like Fight I listen music. to Love Me often. I listen to Love Me. I like drug music. I mean, drug ballad. Uh... I even put on Purple Hills sometimes. That is mm-hmm. Purple Pills. If you Purple if Pills, that's fucking is cool. is. the only one. I, only Purple Pills, not the edited version. Only D12 song I listen to is Words of Weapon. The the, the, the funk flex. You not listen to the fight music shit? Turn this shit off. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. What, what was the Eminem album? Uh, the re up. Turn all that shit off. Oh, I'm not listening. I mean, yes, you. I mean, outside of the two Eminem songs, turn the rest of this shit off. I don't want to hear none of that. Devil's Night is a dope album. Devil's Night is a very solid. Devil's album. Night is a solid. That's their first. That's their debut album. Yeah, that shit was dope. Now, D12 World, I don't know. But Devil's Night? Turn this shit off. 
I listen to Spray my spraying my finger all the way. <laughs> trying, That's to, crazy. trying to switch it. All the way. <laughs> Get what did I do? Peace y'all. This is the Views in the Seven Podcast. You guys spent. I'm joined with my homeboys. Ivan. What's good? Skinny. Yeah, yeah. Wifey. Yeah. What's been going on, man? Shout out to your boys, man. Your boys in the That's it, man. That's yeah. all that's all we gotta talk about, man. The boys is doing their thing. Yeah. Championship, right? Finals. <laughs> we almost lost that bitch. That's it was very close. It was very, very close. It was close. very close. Like, like, y'all thought it was over. Close. Y'all thought it was over. Like y'all was losing? Nigga, they was losing to the last two minutes. We, oh shit. We went ahead with, the, with a minute and seven seconds left. Oh my. Something like that. Oh shit. I was asleep. I know you missed one. That was a good one. I was asleep, man. I don't know what the fuck. Uh wifey told me I fell asleep with the Spurs on. That is Oh, that's don't and they won. That's melatonin for sure. And they won. <laughs> and they crazy. won though. It was actually a good game. <laughs> Spurs had a good game. A game that- <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I was man. I don't know what was going on, man. I was, they was just sleepy and shit. They I need woke to up. Change their colors. Do you think the Spurs? Oh, the the uh, the, uh, the the uniforms stink this year. Oh my god, them shits ugly. Especially those tournament colors. ones. Do you think the Spurs as a franchise would ever get they due respect? For I think what we they did franchise wise. I think we do. We do already. I mean, shit. We changed the league. Uh, we changed the league and how we how we play the beautiful game. Everybody's trying to emulate Wait, that. What? No. We changed the league with the beautiful game. What do you? <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? The beautiful game is when we how we play when we uh, when we beat Miami, blew them out. They play as a team. Change the league how? Because everybody try, everybody emulated that offense. Golden State does still tries to do it today, but they won the championship off of that. You uh you like only hold the ball for like a point five or some shit like that if you don't have a good shot. Y'all didn't create that. Yes, we did. Okay. Um, low management wouldn't have it without us. Low management, yes. Um, I'm sure y'all for that. Cause ten was old. Yeah, yeah. And that was that when, they do, when David Stern find uh I remember this to that David Stern find like five hundred k or some shit like that. Tim Duncan? Nah, the Spurs organization. Oh, when we was playing, we were supposed to play Miami Heat. That's when both teams were elite. And uh, D-Wade and all them was playing. This was a TNT game. Mm. And Pops had everybody. Nigga, they started was hot, nigga. He sat all the starters. It was like, it was like following the case, some shit like why? that. Why? don't fuck around. Because you sat all the starters. No, I'm saying, but why did he start? Why did he? Sit oh, it's just he. He has um. It's a, like a rest. He, you know, loading everybody up for the. At this point, you know, everybody's older. Yeah. And everybody ready for the playoffs and shit now. But you see the rules change now. Where like you got to play. A, you got to play a certain amount of games to be qualified for these type of awards and shit. Yeah. Um. Um. But I think now. I think the difference now is like because. You know, Wimby is such like a generational star. Um, they're not giving us enough time to like properly like rebuild. Everybody want a now situation, and it just really doesn't work like that. So, absolutely, shout out to them for having to you know work through that that type of adversity. Niggas want to, niggas want them to trade the world to get that team right. To get who though? Who like who are you putting around them? Exactly, exactly. And then you see. How much the stock is going down? Everybody now, I don't even know how the fuck they gonna have a twenty twenty four draft. Everybody trading a pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nigga, every trade comes with a twenty twenty four pick. Nigga, that's how you know 
They don't respect nothing that's coming out of that draft. Yeah, draft, draft, draft. Um, but uh, yeah, man, slept all day, man. Um, shout out to Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report is like a whole girlfriend, nigga. When nigga, <laughs> if you following the teams and shit, nigga, they hit you, nigga, with all type of shit, like back to back to boom, boom, boom. Especially if you losing, it's tough right now. <laughs> so you're not gonna miss a moment, huh? But nigga, I fucking fell asleep and I woke up and you know. So I had to go through the things. I thought, you know, I was seeing a lot of Green Bay Packer highlights. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't even watch football. I was just paying attention to Facebook. And I was like, oh, shit, 49ers losing. Oh, yeah. shit. Like, yeah, and then. Provide for your kids. Then I seen Ivan post. <laughs> <laughs> I seen Ivan post smiling. Like, I don't got to deactivate. And I was like, oh, shit, they would. Yeah, you ain't got to. You ain't got to. Uh, you and it was saying? mostly their fans that was posting about them losing. Like yeah, I was can't. like, damn, y'all done gave up on them. It, it ain't them and the Cowboys. Yet. The 49ers are the Cowboys. Yeah. The 49ers Cowboys. fans are the, the Cowboys. Cowboys, fans. Just, Cowboys they just fans. They just need they to sit it out. So fucking bad. They like, God damn. The Cowboy fans got to sit they it out. They need to sit it out. Because every year is an upset. Every single yeah. year. I was looking the other day at my uh, memories on Facebook. And it was another loss. In the playoffs, right. like they good, they, they good to bet just, with though. The, the, the funniest shit was <laughs> they good to bet I see with. I see my little cousin. He had the, the Cowboys got took out like this yeah. round of the playoffs. His memories from the year before <laughs> was the Cowboys <laughs> lose. But see, but see, I guess I was too young. I, I I guess I was too young to really uh to really know and understand back then. But from my understanding, during the height of the Cowboys winning, Jerry Jones forced. Jimmy Johnson out. I don't know if he, I don't know if that was during a. That was after. during the season. Was it? That was during the season. They was uh, fresh off a of Super Bowl. Mm. A few, a couple of them. They won like t- they won like three in like a short span, I believe. And they forced yeah. them out. They ain't won since. No, they have not won since. So I, I, at some point, it's like. Uh, I know you're the owner, but are you going to let the GMs and no. the coaches do their jobs? No, because Jerry Jones is the star. <laughs> they they haven't had a star as big as Jerry I think Jones. That's the pro- since. I don't think they and that's the problem. They might not. That's win. a big problem. That's a big problem. You how do you how do y'all have was it three Super Bowls in the nineties or something like that? Two three Super Bowls in the nineties, and then you force him out because you want to be the fucking star. No wonder y'all losing. It's only, it's only worked once, and that was with the Los Angeles Lakers. If you see the Knicks, James Dolan is a star. You don't know who the fuck play for the Knicks, but you know who the owner is, and we see what the Knicks look like. What are you talking about? Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks. Their owner is Mark Cuban is the star. Is he yeah. not? And, yeah. they, and they won one. I'll give you that one. Mm-hmm. When, the, when, the, when the owner is the most famous person on your team, your team's not doing well. It's going to be terrible. Uh, Jer- Jerry, but the Jerry, Lakers. Jer- I said the Lakers are the only exception. I said that. Oh okay. They're the only and and but not, he knew that he had to go out and get the best. And not necessarily because you who's your star? It was Kobe Bryant. When Kobe Bryant left, he brought in LeBron James. So I mean, and Shaq, and Magic. I think they only had that a was short. Jerry. That was kind of like a Jerry West thing, though. That's why he like you know. I for me as somebody who follows basketball, like you never bet against wherever Jerry West goes because he is built. he with the Clippers right now. He went to Golden State for a minute, but I think he's with the Clippers. He, now. he built he built Memphis, then he left and built Golden State, and then. With the Clippers, which they look, um, they got a lot of star power. Clippers looking kind of good. Listen, Jerry, Jerry West don't fail. He's he's built like he's proven it over. Yeah. And over. I built the '80s Lakers. I built the 
Shaq Lakers. So, I like, I understand, man, you know, like, Cowboy fans being upset. But, like, at some point, you got to start pointing that. Like, even this year, right, you tell the coach, well, I'm – Everybody's wondering if you can bring the coach back, first of all. Which, if you even watched the game, I thought that was a team. Yeah. I thought that was a team thing. The team wasn't prepared at all. Yeah. Uh, and so when you're looking at I'm looking at the game, I'm like, this is a motherfucking team thing. And then everybody's wondering if you're going to bring the coach back. And then you say, after a couple of days, well, we're going to bring him back on a one-year deal. He got to prove himself. I don't think that's not fair, though. If we keep getting the same result, what am I gonna? We keep getting the same result because you. Yeah, but I'm the owner. <laughs> you nigga. I'm not firing. I'm not firing me. You gotta back the fuck up. You gotta back the fuck. Get you. You don't need to be all on the summer jam screen. I don't disagree. And I think this is his karma for forcing that man out. Mm. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. So, I think they won one playoff game since 1995. Karma's a muck. Hey. Mm-hmm. I don't crazy. even like using karma, but one playoff game you forced that man out. It's insane. One playoff game in thirty years. You forced that man out. Really crazy. It's crazy. It's it's really crazy. They'll make it. They'll make it. But it's first round exit every time. Yeah. I think they won one. On what, was it last year? I want to say they won the first game. And then. So what's been uh what's been up, man? Nothing. Nothing, man. Staying out the way, trying to lose his weight. I'm down ten pounds so Ooh. far this year. There we go. This year I'm down ten. So just. That's it. I'm out the way. Other than that, what's your secret? What you doing? Just like habit changes, right? Mm-hmm. Just um, I'm I'm not drinking any soda. I put soda away. That's a away. big one. It's a big. It's a it's a huge one though because well, you see soda right here, nigga. <laughs> soda's a gate. Soda's like a gateway though. It's a, it's like a gateway. Like Can't let it go. I, I have to have something sugary. He's like, diet. So I, I still I still I still do soda. I mean not soda, but I still do sugary drink. But it's not sugar. It's like sugar free. So it's like sparkling water. Yeah. So I, I, trash. Nah, I found I found the sparkling ice ones is the good. Ice sparkling is, ice, yeah, sparkling ice, 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 yeah, I can drink those. Yeah, yeah, those those are good. So like that for me, it's like a, that that wasn't a big switch. Like it still has a burning, so it still feels like soda, yeah. and it has flavor. So I can do that. So like cutting soda out was a big one because like if I, if I drink soda, it's like all right, well I didn't already fucked up for the day. Let me go get them chips. And let me go get some ice cream. Mm-hmm. And let me go. So next thing you know, let I didn't get them ate a, cookies. Yeah, I ate a bunch of shit because I'm like, oh, I already drunk a soda, so I already fucked up for the day. So like doing that is like kind of curbed all yeah. the other behaviors. Like not drink. Not so eat. you just throw everything else on top of it. Yeah, I'm like fuck. I, yeah. I lost today. Today is a wash. I might I think go ahead. I think, the, I think we <laughs> we crazy. I think we underestimate like the power of sugar. Yes. Right. Yes. So that's why me and me and wifey be beefing, right? Because I'm like, I can do it. I can Boy. do it, and I do it great. I'm I'm drink. I be. I get these, the diet sodas, the diet Dr. Peppers, and I'll kind of like be straight. I drink one a day, and I kind of, that fulfills whatever. But I'm still, it's like a, it's a weakness. So it's like, you bringing the shit in the house. Oh, yeah. Will throw me off completely, so, and nigga, it's like it's y'all like got fuck, kids though. That's what oh, I was nigga, thank I don't you, give Vinci, fuck them. I'm like, we still have children, so I mean, you have to at some point you have to have some discipline and say, hey, fuck, I'm not gonna eat the not, whole bowl said, of ice no, cream. Don't I'm gonna bring it in the, the house if you got kids. I'm not. He don't want yet. me to buy chips I, for like he don't want me to buy stuff for their yet. lunch. <laughs> like what we still got a six year old. He wants some chips. You've been a parent for a long time, but I'm I'm in the process. Of like trying to change my body, right? And that's like, okay, if I'm a crackhead, if I'm a fiend, and you keep bringing crack in the house, <laughs> you keep bringing nigga. I'm saying, and the worst thing you can do is have another fiend in the house. 
So you still got to bring this shit in the house, nigga. I can smell it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, man, you bring this shit in the house and it's like, it's fucking me up. I ain't, I'm not there yeah. yet. I'm not strong. What do you tell the kids though? Like, like let's say it stopped coming to the house. How do you explain that to the kids? Y'all eat healthy too. Kids don't want to hear that shit. Absolutely not. But right now, shit, y'all ain't got no choice. Kids don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. I don't see, even know what you to said that to a six year old. See, I'm like, still old school. <laughs> you better go in there and find you something to fucking eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't do this. I you took know, all the shit away. All the shit you like is not in here. This is where balance goes <laughs> off in. the table. Because I'm old school. Don't hey, even think about it. There. Hey, nigga, when you hungry, you gonna go find you something to eat. If you hungry, I'm still you one of them, something. nigga. Yeah. I'm making candy out of syrup on the pot, nigga. <laughs> you know, put it, put this, put the syrup on the skillet. Yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? Say. But so right now, you know what I mean? Shit, just don't bring that shit now. It's hard to balance it though. Chips and shit. You know, chips and shit. I, I'm, I can do that. Like, you bringing ice cream, and you, bring, you know what I'm saying. With that, I would say I was kind of out of line with that. The minute made, the minute made keep you cream. fat, Loki. The minute made is what keep you fat. The juice, yeah. yeah the minute made, you bringing shit like that in the house, and it's like that's man, a lot of sugar. And then next thing you know, my baby's kind of good with being healthy, so I'm cool. It's hard. I mean. It's hard when everybody on the same page. It's, it's very hard, and you know, like I don't feel like I don't want to punch the kids. Like you know, I'm on some healthy shit. I don't want to. I don't want to punch them. Yeah. But it's like it's hard to separate. Like, oh, I'm going to get y'all pizza, and I'm going to go and eat a salad. I know that's wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some of this motherfucking yeah. pizza too. Well, see, that's why I'm big on counting. Uh, like I count my calories and shit. Yeah. I, I, since I've got my blood work back, nigga, I done fell all the way off, right? I'm just, I'm back to day That's one. the wildest shit to me. <laughs> Nigga found out he wasn't as healthy as he thought he was, and then said, "Fuck it, I'm just going all out." <laughs> hey man, nigga, that's all the train up, nigga. Nigga, I'm nigga. That, put, that shit put me in like a nigga minor depression or what, nigga? That is so like, much of a Red Fox Elizabeth moment, <laughs> bro, nigga. I fuck it, nigga. I know how Magic Johnson feels. What? <laughs> fuck it, I already got AIDS. Let me fuck everything wrong. Fuck it. <laughs> Shit, I got something I can't get away. I can't get rid of it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why even try? <laughs> but uh, I'm back, man. I'm back on it, man. You know what I mean? Like today, I'm really like, I started counting my shit, counting my calories. I'm, I'm uh, putting my food in and looking at my protein intake and went to the gym and shit. You uh, you read labels? I don't read labels. I all I'm all I do is count my calories. And it's not really even counting my calories. I'm more on my protein intake. I okay. pay real attention to that. Okay. Um, okay. But other than that, man, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm living through you, brother. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, skinny. Uh, I ain't been doing much, man. Same shit. Same shit. I'm, now I'm looking for documentaries. So I'm <laughs> I'm in this weird space. I keep telling you now, now I'm looking for like different docs, like. What doc do I want to watch next? Uh, we watched something on Max called uh, something from Hell, Hell Club, Hell or some some shit with Hell in it. It was about um, um, like the kids, the bad kids in the nineties. Oh were taking yeah. them into the Camp were, Hill. Camp Hill. Or, yeah. They were taking them into as in Arizona. Take that out. It was in Utah. Utah and across it was, the desert. Supposed to be like a what we would call scare straight. They got the one. Is it on? You taking them into the mountains and you. Uh, so there's holes. <laughs> yeah, it's Pretty yeah. Much, yeah. Oh, okay, that's probably what um, holes was based off of, yeah. honestly. But like, because it's from the nineties and shit, and that's crazy. Yeah, 
Can you imagine signing your kid off to something like that and then they just don't come home? <laughs> just don't come home is the same. Right. The like, what the hell? The military shit. Yeah. Mm, boarding school. That, that was always crazy. Do you got to pay for boarding school? Like Or like no, military no. school? No. That's crazy. I don't know. Wifey? Yeah. Uh, nothing really. Just, you know, um, I did get out a little bit on Friday with one of my friends. Uh She's been trying to catch up with me for like months and months and months to to go out. So we went and had a little happy hour. So okay. that was cool for me to to step out and because I'm trying to push myself to actually do things this year. Like if I say I'm gonna go, I want to commit and I want to be there. So that and y'all know I'm me fighting right now because I'm gonna show up. Boy, that is like I don't know why that's such a. Um, that has always been like a really hard thing for me because in the moment it just feels good. I'd be like, yeah, I want to go. We go, let's go do this. We, we finna go have brunch and we're going to, you know, have drinks. And it sounds like a great time until that day comes. And then it's like, I really don't want to go. I really like, I love this person. I think you're a great person. I love being around you, but I don't want to get dressed and I don't want to come meet up with you. It's cold outside. Yeah. I've been working all day. Like <laughs> when I said yes, I meant that like a motherfucker though. Right. I promise you, I swear oh, to God. I, I, I really that moment. meant, oh, I meant it. it. Oh, nigga, we out. We outside. Yes. Yeah, right. Like that's exactly what I need until in the moment. Like he had to really. He was like, babe, for real? Because I, I mean, everything. I was thinking of every excuse of why. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I've been talking all day. Like, I'm tired of talking. I've been talking all day. That's a crazy excuse. <laughs> that would. That's. <laughs> I've never heard no slack. <laughs> I've been talking all day. I think I, I, think I might steal that motherfucker. Though. Boy, <laughs> like I've been talking all day. I don't think I just want to sit down and go talk, but. I think I'm stealing that. No, I, I ain't even, I'm not even bullshitting. No. Like, I think I'm really stealing that. Why I ain't heard from you yesterday? So, motherfucker, don't right, show up with me because they've been talking all day. I am going to take that yeah, to the like heart. I'm going to turn them nigga. I'm like, no bullshit. I'm talking talk out at this hey, point. Hey, fam, I'm coming off a 30 minute conversation. Listen, I can't. I can't push nothing out at this point, but I was, I was glad that. Talking about a heartbreak. <laughs> Damn. I was glad that I pushed myself through it, and and I actually really, really enjoyed myself. So that was a That's a good, good moment. I'm glad you yeah, yeah. And today is my mom's birthday, so like, oh, shout out. oh man, yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm in a, a really good good spot right now. So good, good, good. yeah, to be in that that's that's big, man. Shout out to your mom. I, yeah. When them birthdays come around, boy. Yeah. 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 It's like you already know, like mentally, especially when you've lost someone so close to you, you know that you're going to be... Like that birthday finna come up. The birthday, and then you have the anxiety, like the birthday, their birthday's coming, like the, the death date, like you know at least two days out of the year you're going to be taken out mentally, you I know? I try to skip my granny birthday every year. Like I try not to get on social media because I know all my cousins, everybody, everybody is going to be saying happy birthday. It's going to be a bunch of pictures. Yeah. I try to skip that shit yeah. every year. So salute to you for being in good spirits. Yeah. On this, your mom's I feel yeah. like today, no like I had a, a little, a little cry moment, and you know, just thinking about things. But I was able to to pull myself out of it because it's like, okay, how many years are you gonna, yeah. you know, just cry? Like you gotta kind of, you gotta think of so some happy I, moments. I salute the fuck mm. out you for that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, mm. I saw yeah. I woke up and cussed around. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it, it, I know it's kind of, you know what I mean? It's kind of like fucked up, but you try to, even though, you know, important dates come around, you try to keep some sort of normalcy. Yeah. So, you know yeah, you mean? gotta so cut them out real quick. You don't fall into. Cause now being part of the normalcy is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so you still in the bed? What? <laughs> but, well, um, I guess I better other, get up. Uh, me, man. <laughs> I ain't really been on shit, man. I've been in like super dad mode, man. Um, you know, talking to my kids and shit. You know, my my son's going through a tough thing right now. Mm. Um, you know, you can't really, you know. Um, I've been talking, but I'm 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 watching more. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I've had to make a few phone calls, but like I've been watching a little more. Um, you know. Everybody wants to be a super parent, you know what I mean? But I've got to watch my kid through some adversity. You know what I mean? It's hard. I got to watch him through some adversity because it's going to happen again when they get older and I'm not around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, right now, man, you know, my son, man, while he couldn't really, you know, choose, you can't really choose where you play at, man. He's starting to understand that, um, you know, jealousy is part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um and you know these kids have so many um these kids have so many distractions man and, you know and for the you know the the couple people that do come to do come to the games because they are they not that good um <laughs> you know you can I mean the eye test tells you who's the best on you know what I mean yeah um I think the at this point man I don't know what happened or what changed but uh you know they they they're, they're like icing them out now. Jeez. Even, yeah. You know, not even uh, can't they ain't even trying to hide it no more. You know Jeez. what I'm saying? Like so. they would rather lose than to. That's the crazy. When, you, like when we were talking just, about that last week, I was like, "Why would you not play the the one that scores? Why would you not play the nigga that's gonna score points?" It's not. It's not even. It's not even the though. coach. It's not even the coach. The coach is acknowledged. The coach acknowledged, at least to me, that um, it's a lot of jealousy. You know what I mean? It's jealousy. Um. I think the issue is now is, well, what does that matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it gets this bad, or if it's this bad, shit, as a coach, I'm just trying to get this year out the way. So you like, walk, so you walking on the court yet? No, I'm not walking on the court. I mean, they, you know what I mean? They're, they're young adults. You know what I'm saying? Like, he still got to find a way. And to me. You going to the locker room? <laughs> as a player? No, you as a parent. Like, are you going to well, the locker I've, room? I've talked to the, you... I've talked to the, I've talked to the coach. You know, what oh, I mean, okay. I can't really do nothing with no nobody else. You know, no kids, yeah. no shit yeah. like that. Even though you do kind of um, want to. <laughs> but um, it's that adver- out the game. It's what are we doing? It's adversity. It you know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's adversity, and he gonna have to learn how to play through it or find ways to impact the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't. And this is what I was trying to, you know. <clears throat> There's so many parents out there that want to be saviors and are living through their kids. You know what I mean? I could have been the one where I was taking my kids to a million teams yeah. and just playing with a million kids. But at some point, you're going to get to where you cannot choose who you play for or who you play with. You cannot do that. Yeah. So what happens when you get into that situation? Mm. And I know it's tough. You know, everybody was kind of pretty much warning them that it was coming. Um, but I know it's tough, but... Okay, well, what other avenues can you, how, how else can you impact the game? And that may propel him to thrive in another 
area yeah. which takes it to the next level. The only problem is now it's, well, you missed half of the year last year because your knee. Yeah. And now they're icing you out this year. Yeah. You know, so um, the stats are there for everybody to see. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I think he got like almost 200 points now without the ball in his hands. Mm. I think the next closest person got like 149, something like that. So you know we can put the ball in, the, you know. Yeah. But if you're asking you out, what can you do? So find yeah. other ways to be impactful until this shit is over with. It's just now getting into the next level, right? And it sucks like watching your kid go through something like that, especially when you know, yeah, that they're competitive just naturally. He has yeah. always been in a com- a competitive child, so it's like, you know. He talks shit and he, you know, he gonna you tell should. you he gonna tell you that you trash if you trash. Right, but I mean, yeah. like at yeah. at some point, it's like, like he said, you do have to back off yeah. and let him try to deal with or let them try to deal with it. But it's so hard, it's so hard, especially when you know some bullshit. Yeah, but like you say it's it's finding other ways to be impactful because, um, so to say or say okay, well they're not passing me the ball on offense. Okay, well if I if I come down here and I like my, if I get a steal from my man. Mm-hmm. Now I'm on a fast break and I don't have to pass out the ball either. Or if I get if I if I find a way to be a better rebounder, now I got the ball on the fast break. I don't got to pass out the ball either. So it's just, I I. So what's the what's the balance then? Because if I'm trying to play these other kids, I don't feel like have respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) These other kids, I feel like don't have a shot. There's one kid. There's one one of his teammates. It's like two. One of his teammates. That's that's two. That's like pretty decent. Okay. It's one of his teammates that's going to school for football. Okay. Right. The rest of them, maybe one, got a legit shot to take it to the next level. Okay. Right. So if I'm trying to be recruited, if I'm trying to do these things, we know how unforgiving basketball is. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens when I start playing selfishly and someone does show It's 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 tough. Like I say, if but if I'm if I'm making the, if I'm like I said if, if I'm rebounding the ball if I'm the be, if I become the best rebounder on the team and I'm I'm running the ball down myself I don't have to pass and it's, it doesn't look like okay well he's he's isolating his teammates because I saw the opportunity and I just took it if I if I create the if I create the turnover on defense and I yeah. score I'm 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 I already have the ball what am I slowing the ball down yeah. for I can score when I touch the ball like that, that so that part of it never it's never going to go away yeah. it's just it's finding other ways to become. A, a star on the court. Yeah. So you see, I, I you know, like I said, I don't. I'm never going to take his competitive edge away. Yeah. He's competitive. He's uh, he's not. I wouldn't say he's a bad teammate, but you know, I tell him, ain't gonna be no fighting. But in practice, bust they ass. That's what that's what you here for. Sometimes you got to be Kobe. Um. Yeah. So and it's like he's getting Shit. he's getting um he <laughs> is getting punished because prior to this leg injury. Or his knee injury, he was a driver. He was driving. Yeah. So I put in this work on what could be deemed as one leg. And then I come back. And now I am by far, by far, the best shooter on the team now. Now I'm now I'm I'm being a dog and different. He didn't change his game up. Because he has he was killing as a driver, but then you know he has a knee injury. He put in the work. He come back now. I'm by far the best three point shooter on the team, and now I'm, you know, what I mean, I'm getting punished for it. But the, I think that's what you want 
out of a player. You want a player that can change their game due to like whatever their situation is. Yeah. Right. Like Absolutely. You, you want that as a player. If you if you if you was like I was a D Rose fan, right? I'm I fuck with D Rose. If D Rose would have been able to come back and change his game, he would like if D Rose would have became a shooter. I mean, yeah. Because D Rose was a driver. Yeah. And then when you come back, you're still trying to drive. And you ain't got no... Ain't, yeah. That motherfucker go, fam. Let's <laughs> go. You feel me? Gave that shit to the Lord. It's in park. <laughs> Put it in park. Shit's gone. But, but at that point, it becomes a, a, a conversation of skill versus talented. D. Rose is talented like very few were before or after. Yeah. Did you have skill, though? Shooting is a skill. But that's, that's what I'm saying. So for his son to be able to come back like... Be able to come back and still impact the game. Still now, now one of the best. I'm still one of the best scorers, and I changed the way I'm one of the best scorers now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that should be credited. Absolutely, because I, that I, don't happen. A lot of best, a lot of kids don't do that. A lot of you're kids the best shooter change. now. You're the best shooter now. So I don't. I, I can't. I don't want to put the ball in your hands because you are a best shooter, which is counterproductive. But we're it talking really about, is. We're talking about young adults, so we know their frontal lobe hasn't finished Absolutely. developing. There is no other. There is, uh, he he found another point guard, which he isn't really a point guard. But they found another point guard to what I felt like to get him the ball, so he can shoot that motherfucker. Yeah. At first, okay. Well, I'm gonna put you at point guard. Now you gunning. We getting all the twos, but we can't shoot. We're a terrible shooting team. Not a ball in your hands. Now I take the ball out of your hands. Now you killing, but now they icing me. So now I'm not a point guard, and now y'all icing me. So, at some point, then it, it becomes on it, it, the onus falls on the coach to say, "Okay, absolutely." Well, yeah, that's if, coaching. If, if this is if this is if this is where you're best served, then we're gonna put the ball back in your hands. We're gonna, now you you come off the ball. Yeah. Then I think it's the us versus them thing has become so bad. I think he's just looking forward to next year. That's just crazy. I, I understand. I, my son is dealing with that, so I, I understand. With like. Let's just get this shit over with. Yeah. That's a parent. See, that's where it's I come from. I'm looking watch. at all angles. Yeah. As a parent, that's fucking hard. And I and I talked to I talked to the coach. And he acknowledged what's going on. He acknowledged that there's jealousy. But I mean But when do you sit the point the point guard that keeps turning it over? Like when do you put somebody we, else I, in that position? See, this is where playing a sport comes into play because the coach only sees the floor. Mm-hmm. He can only make adjustments. But once the once once you touch the floor, they ain't got no control over what happens on that floor. That's true. But at the same time, if I'm if I'm the coach, if I'm if I'm a coach, and I can only and I'm, I haven't coached, I can only speak from somebody who's played the game a little bit yeah. and who's observed. I'm the coach, and I say, okay, well, this kid has a legitimate and you shot. Play, you play from the coach spot, so you good. Both. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> So, I, so you can you Leave can talk. This is, this, is, this is your spot. This is this is your lane right now. He's the assistant coach. Yeah, he was right there. He was right there next to him. Fact. That's a motherfucking fact. Yeah. But if, I, if I'm looking, I'm like, okay, well, if I have a kid that has a legitimate shot to go to school, why am I why am I not doing everything in my power if, to if make that, sure he get there? If that if that if that if that means sitting the point guard down so I can make sure this kid has the ball, then that's what I have to do because. If you're not going to school, or if you're a junior, like if he's a senior and you're a junior, you have another year. I don't need, I don't need you to shine just yet. Or if this kid has a legitimate shot, I'm going to put him in a position to succeed, just to show your talent, because that's my job as a coach. Like 
yeah, it's it's to win games and it's, it's to build young men, but also my job is to help you get to the next yeah. level. Right. Well, Mike Tom Mike Tomlin said it. I think it was on the pivot, man. He said a lot of ki- a lot of we have a lot of coaches out there, but everybody, most of them are running away from actually coaching. Mm-hmm. And when you having kids come through and through year after year after year after year, at some point you can get yeah <sighs> jaded. Not jaded, but uh, what like if you see, it's like Facebook deaths when we see them over and over and over and over. What's that word? It's uh, like it don't even like desensitized. Desensitized. So it's kind of like well, I just you know what I mean. I've been dealing with this shit for some years now. Yeah, I just I just wait on the next good squad. Just wait on the next good squad because they all they majority of them seniors anyway. But if I have a good, if I have a good player here, like if I have someone who can probably control the game or probably give me the most points or whatever the case may be. If I if I have that here, I need to highlight that. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to be – we're probably not going to be the best overall team. Mm-hmm. But if well, I, they had a legit shot at – I mean, they had dropped conferences. They in 4-8 now. They had a legit shot at State, though. A legit shot. When so, they play as a team. When they play as a team. For sure. And when they play as a team, you know – Hey man, part of sports, part of team sports is you start thriving when you realize who the top dog is. Yeah, yeah. That's on every team. It is what it is. If everybody's trying to be the top dog, it's not gonna happen. No. They had a legit shot at it when they play as a team. They putting up like seventy on people, and yeah, my son gonna have like twenty five, which is a good thing. Now y'all, y'all. Take the ball. So they just play the team. They just play the team. This team that they just played pretty is a pretty good team. They played them like a couple weeks ago. Blew them out. My son had like twenty five. This time they played them. We must have had like five. And they, they lost, lost by, by twenty. Yeah. Jeez. Shit. Jeez. So, hey man. <sighs> So it's tough. It's a, yeah, that's, that's especially like a being situation. a parent. Yeah. It's part of the man. I don't take it as too hard as a parent because I also played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, okay, what are we gonna do about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Soaking it and then trying to play, like okay, because I look at it like okay, well if I play savior, right? I already I talked to the coach. I did. Yeah. But if I really, really try to play saver right now, I'm butting heads with the coaches. And okay, well, say, say, say you do make it to the next level. Well, what the fuck happens if it happens again? Because it does happen in college too. And so then, then what? Especially if they don't even if they don't get along with the the college coach, they that really can you know fuck you over. It happens. In college. It happens on every level. Yeah, it happens. It's on part every of level. the game. It, it is part of the game. You know what I mean, your fam, your fam was the one who actually warned them. Like, hey, man, this is coming. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is coming. Yeah. And so, it happens. It happens. It happens everywhere. But like you said, uh, it's it's about as a parent, your job is to get your child through the diversity because what you can you can't control anybody else's action. I this was just talking fact. about this last night. Like my uh, my son is frustrated with how his team is going, but I'm like, okay, well, you individually you look good, and so this is and this is the last stop. Like whatever happens on the court this year for you, mm-hmm. this is the last stop on this level. Like yep. you have you have to go to a different level. Whatever that level looks like, whether it's Division One, with Division Two, whatever it is. This is the last stop for this level. So you you being frustrated about the results of your team is kind of productive because you look good, and so that's all. I, that's all I need you to do. You do what you need to do, so somebody else can say we want him 
bad enough to pay for his education for the next two years. Yeah. That's all I give a fuck about as a parent. I, do I want you to chase your dreams? Do I want you to be a pro? Yes, because that's what you want. Yep. I don't give a fuck about none of that, though, to be honest. I want you. To be, I want somebody to pay for your education and for you to get more experiences outside of this city Please doing what you love. Facts. Yeah. So just do do what you need to do. Like, you know, you you they played the number two Juco on Saturday. They got they lost by 45. Jeez. Lost by 45. But when, <laughs> your when son's numbers is crazy. My, but your, your numbers look good, and you don't know who's in the stands. You, you have no, you, fact. You have no clue. This is, you're playing the number two Juco, so you don't know who's who's here to see who. On this, mm-hmm. on the other team, they're not here to see y'all. Of course not, because y'all have won two games that I could beat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just that's just a fact. I see niggas like, oh, I can suit up today, nigga. I still got all my eligibility. But y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, 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 y'all getting blew out by quality teams, but there are quality players on these quality teams that that coaches are going to be looking for. And if you look, yeah. if you look like the man on your team, they're going to be like, well, who's the other? Yeah. Who's Who that? Is that? Some, somebody, somebody's gonna want to know who the other kid on the other team yeah. is. We came he, for, we came for, we, yeah, him, we came, we came for him. But and, I, and I've, I've literally seen it happen in real life where somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody, uh, somebody was here to watch a game. A Division One coach was here to watch one player, and another player on another team got a scholarship to a Division One school because he had a good game. I've, seen, I've seen it happen in real life. They talk about that's what with most time when niggas was going against a Bronny or fucking. Yes. Um, yes. Carmelo Anthony's son or anything like and that. That nigga is struggling right now. Who, uh, Cayenne? No, nah, uh, Ronnie? Ronnie. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Every, all the lights are on him. Yeah. It was a. It so was, while you struggle, nigga, I'm finna ball. And that's and that's out. exactly what you're supposed. If I see if I if I know I got Ronnie on my schedule, I'm circling that game because I know I'm, I'm I'm getting all the rest the night before. I'm eating good. I'm stretching good. I'm doing everything because I don't know who's in the gym to see him. Y'all might not be here to see me. Who's here to see him? Yeah, it was a dude. I think it's. I was watching something on. Fucking Snapchat with overtime, and it was a, a a player from a college that was like, I I waited for the Bronny game, like I waited for I'm a show I out. Waited for this nigga debut, like mm-hmm. his dad gonna be here, all the cameras gonna be here. I'm finna bust his ass, and that's exactly what you. Bronny should, had like four points. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay, the cameras is gonna be here. This is my time to shine yeah. because I don't know who. Fucking John Morant is a is a, is the face of the league, and they say he got he got he got to college because the coach went to the fucking uh, was going to the snack bar and just just so happened to walk by the gym and was like, "Who is that kid in it?" Mm. And this, and that, so he didn't have any offers before the end, right? So you like I said, you never know who's fucking watching. So to go from that to I'm the face of the NBA because I almost didn't I almost wasn't going to college mm-hmm. yeah. to I'm the face of the NBA. Like you never know you never know who's paying attention. So. Just, just do what you're supposed to do on the court, and everything else is going to take care shit, of it. Shit, Derek White, you know, he's a Spurs guy. I mean, he was a Spurs guy. He played for Boston now, but Derek White, shit, what? He was unrecruited, went to a JUCO. From JUCO, he went to, I think, Colorado. Shit, the small uh-huh. Lynn, Sandy, Lynn Sandy run was, are you paying attention to this nigga? Like, oh, that nigga was balling. <laughs> that shit was small, but that nigga. He, I think he killed, yeah. he killed in college, though, from my understanding. <clears throat> but when he got his run in. In in the pros, like wasn't nobody paying attention to him no. at that level. So oh, no. now niggas is gone. I'm finna get the ball today. Yeah, uh, I was listening to Draymond. I was listening to Draymond. <laughs> I was listening to Draymond Green, and they had just played. They had played Memphis, and the kid was only playing because Jaw was hurt. Is it JJ or something? oh yeah some shit right? Yeah. So he's playing. He balled out. Balled out. And so I'm listening to Draymond Green and say, and uh, Draymond Green said, you know, after the game, I'm li- you know, Draymond has a podcast. Yeah. So I'm listening to it, and uh, Draymond said, yeah, man, you know, after the game, the kid walks up to uh, to all of us, 
And he, you know, he looks at Steph and says, you know, uh, you know, I um okay, there was a uh there was a viral video of him being super shocked and surprised when he was talking to Shaq. This person you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Did y'all see it? No. Okay. But so he well, anyways, after the game, he balled out. He walked up to uh Stephanie and was like, Look, it was an honor to play with y'all. Okay. But I still remember when you uninvited me from your camp. That's what he told <laughs> Steph. And Steph was like, you know what I'm saying? So you, it's extra motivation. You know what I mean? You, Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with basketball, because it's only bad at the end of the day. It's only five on five, man. It That's is, it. It's a game repetition, like you know. So, um, you know, part of me is like it's five on five, five on five, and nine side ten. We're only looking at two to three players every fucking game. You know, part mm-hmm. of me wants me to put my cape on and I'm really, really flip out and shit like that. You know, that's what I want to do. Yeah. But, but you the, know he finna be. But the parent in me is like, guide him, watch him through yeah. this adversity. You know what I'm saying? Right now he hurt and shit like that, and it's like well, you need to feel that type. It's, yeah, it's, it's life. It's, it's absolutely it's life. life. And even if I even if I put my cape on and get you through this situation, if you run into it in college, that's a different level. I can't. I can't. I don't have that kind of influence on that level. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't keep keep coming to your defense. Like at some point, you got to figure out how to work, how to maneuver this situation. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you have to, and because it, it goes beyond basketball. Like, what happens when you get into a job and it's like, oh, my boss don't like me, I don't want to quit. Like, that's not going. That's not the reality. You can't always yeah. quit because shit ain't going your way. Like it's always, you, it's yeah. always fight or flight. Yeah, you at some point, at some point, you have to you finna, like crumble. While we are here, <laughs> I've been. Pre- it's been on my mind for like two weeks. Okay, it's been on this motherfucker. Are do you feel like black athletes and entertainers, do you feel like they're overpaid to keep other subjects out of our house? Holds. Hmm. I do. Well, keep the importance of other subjects out of our household. I do. I I genuinely feel that way. Um because if you if you if the focus on how many people do you know that focus on other things for their kids as much as they do on either sports or I don't. entertainment? I, I grew up and all of our session was gay. I didn't really start respecting nerds until I was an adult. And mm-hmm. the nerds have the money. Oh, nerds rule the world. Absolutely they do. Yeah. I didn't understand that until I was older, though. So, But even still, you see, okay, well, Bill Gates is the richest man on earth. It's... Fucking Warren Buffett somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So all these people that do all these things that have nothing to do with sports or entertainment are the richest people in the world. And yet still, I'd rather put you in an AAU team than make you go to computer club. Mm. Or chess club or math club. Skinny wifey? Uh, I kind of feel that. Um, <clears throat> I believe that to be true. Like you... That's exactly what happened because it don't it don't take the focus nowhere else. Like, I have a daughter now that's in chess club, and it's like one of the best moments for me. Mm. Like, I'm super hype about yeah. it in chess club. Like, because it wasn't there wasn't a decision. Like, there's no influence from us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I do know how to play chess, but it, it, there wasn't a moment in the house where you seen me playing chess or yeah. none of that. Like, there's no like this was literally your idea, something that you wanted to do. And you love it, you know what I'm saying? Like she done won like three games now, so she's oh, dope. super hyped. Shout out, <clears throat> yeah, super like she's been doing her thing. So, and it's like, although like when she keep, see kids dancing, like she likes it, 
but that's not her focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I'm like, damn, because as a kid, even growing up, like all everybody around me was trying to figure out how to play sports. Yeah, even the niggas that knew they wasn't gonna get over mm-hmm. five six. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was trying to find a sport. Everybody was trying to figure out sports. Like this is what we're gonna do. Like we're gonna play sports. Like everybody felt like that was that was the money move. And then when you get older, you learn like I don't know. The people that's really getting money is never putting no shoes on their feet. Like mm-hmm. these niggas wear penny loafers. And I'm a cardiothoracic surgeon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Make four hundred dollars an hour or some shit like that. <laughs> Why? I don't really I don't know if it's really like the if I don't I feel like as far as like when it when it comes to parenting or whatever like I don't feel like parents have really put you know entertainment in front of us and then like made that like okay you should be a star like you know a lot of times you put them into sports because they enjoy sports it's not because mm. you want them to be the next you know superstar that's coming mm. out of Vegas or wherever you are from I don't really think that that's something that we really put into our kids. I feel like our kids fall in love with the the idea because it's, you know, the the glitz, the glam. Like, mm. you know, everybody wants to be known. Everybody wants to be liked. Okay. but So my, my, my question to you about that is, what do you attribute all the grade switching, all the school switching, all the AAU team switching? You think that's the kids or you think that's the No, parents? no, that's, that's parenting. Yeah. That's the parents, for sh- wholeheartedly, that's the parents because they... That is the parents. Yeah. However, I don't, you know, I can only really speak for, for myself. I, even with our our son, as talented as he is, I always highlight the fact that he has a natural talent for technology. Okay. Yes, yes. Ever since he was little, like, he knows how to put things together. He knows how to, like, without even reading instructions, he, it comes to him naturally. So I always tell him, like, you don't want to put that to the side completely like you know I know you love basketball I know that that's something that you want to do however you are really good at this and you can make a great living doing something that you love okay so I think that you know as far as that part goes it is important for the parent to to highlight both sides and you know kind of kind of give them a little bit of reality like hey this is kind of a, a once in a one in a million type of situation you know everybody wants to play basketball it's only five people five starters on the team, basically. 450 jobs total. Exactly. So that's probably something that, although you are really good at it, that may not be your reality. Right. However, when it comes to technology, when it comes to putting things together, IT, all that, that's something that you really can do. And and I think that it, it's it's just as important to to pay attention to your children and say, hey, you're good at this. You can make a lot of money doing yeah. this. You know... I want to shout out um, Charles Barkley. Okay. Mm. In the 90s, he had a very, very uh, important quote. And I think for a minute he had got killed for it, I believe. I'm not a role model. I'm not a role model. Right. Um, I am one who grew up in the church. I grew up in the church. Um, So I know how important. Um, I'm not even going to say. I know how important singing was to us okay and what singing can do for you right mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of people especially me growing up in the church that was the AAU scene before AAU I right. agree 
it was the choir was the choir was, it was it. the choir yeah. who could play the piano who could sing because this could get you bitches some <laughs> this could get you this could get you out of here yeah you know what I mean um when you look at I grew up on a Jackson Five when you look mm. at the um, I'm even going back, you know, the Jackson 5 and how big, you know, Michael was. And the story was always how the dad pushed yeah. them to be entertainers. That was a story a lot of the time. But what a lot of people fail to realize is that a lot of parents was trying to do that. Yeah. Especially in those times, right? And um, you got what? You got the Jacksons. I uh, know the Winans. Um, you got all these people at this time where singing could get you somewhere. Yeah, the Clark sisters. Yeah, that's probably before my time where I probably never <laughs> listened to them. <laughs> um, they were huge. And so when I'm when I'm thinking about basketball, man, unfortunately, you know, I am a parent. I'm a young parent, so I I realize and I can see when parents are trying to live through their kids. Absolutely, I can see it. Uh, sometimes it's switch like. Sometimes you're putting them in because they like the sport. That's a rarity. And then then you realize, oh, my kid might have some talent. <clears throat> then it turns into your dreams and not theirs. Yeah. The reclassing is, is sickening. That part is that, gross. That's because, Mom, do you do you think I want to go back to fourth grade again? No, for real. Like, I, this might be good for my basketball <laughs> career, but what as a person... Yeah. I know all. I can color inside the lines. I learned that last year. But what's crazy about that now right. is like the kids are desensitized when it comes to that. Like they just they talk about it like it's it's, it's nothing. It used to be embarrassing when we were you know when we were younger and in school to be held back. They're like, damn, you you got held back. You must be stupid. Yeah. But now it's like, oh yeah, I got reclassed. Like they kind of like you know. Yeah. Glorify it a little bit, and it's like Rebrand, they rebranded it. Yeah, I, I yes. Think go, you know, like I said, goes to my point, man. Um, outside of entertaining and sports, I can't think of anybody else black that these kids would look up to. Even or I, I would say, even I looked up to. In my day, I can't think of anybody outside of entertainment and or sports. Let me let me let me let me let me let me ask you this, because here in Las Vegas we have uh, what's called magnet schools, where they have schools you can go to for specific focuses. I told you what I feel. I feel like that is how many how many people do you know that have kids in magnet schools that go for there for the academic reasons and not for Never. sports? Never. I, I, this magnet program is basically a portal for me to get my kid into a specific Absolutely. sports program. I feel I. Genuinely feel like the magnet schools were put in a position. Well, I I, I want to say I feel like the magnet schools were put into schools so they can take the kids out of the hood schools and take them up there to where Summerlin and them at so they can compete with Gorman. Facts. That is what it, it to me. That was a hundred percent sports thing. But I can't again outside of sports or in entertainment. I can't think of anybody that I even looked up to as uh, a young black man. Nobody that was in that wasn't in sports or entertainment. Nobody. I was the King guy. 
for a long time. He was already dead. He was. He was definitely dead. But Super just, dead. You don't like Obama? I like the uh, initially what he represented. And the, that yeah. I, I went to see him. I went to see Michelle at Doolittle before he got elected for the first time. Mm. So it, it was dope to see how many black people went all there for a, a positive thing. Black people was there because he was black. And I didn't again like when you talk about Martin Luther King, you talk Malcolm, and you know you talk about uh, you know our other you know other like black heroes or Moses as you would call them. I didn't recognize those, and I didn't know who they were until I was older. Mm, okay, you know what I'm saying, or really what they represented. Everything else was it was sports and entertainment. You know what I mean? And you know I think um, I can only speak for I can only speak for fathers. But I think, or I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of fatherhood is based on how good your kid is at a sport. And I see a lot, I used to see a lot of brokenhearted fathers. How do you <laughs> deal with that? Like, if your kid is just sorry, like, because oh, if they spares. just don't have the natural talent, like, what? how do you? I don't know, I got spirits. You know that, though. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know that. Like you Especially know if you play if you played the sports yourself, then you kinda be like, uh, all right. Yeah. Like you you definitely know, like, okay, this ain't this ain't for you. Yeah, this ain't it. Like How my you, son, I knew like oh, this nigga just naturally just dope. But he sucked too. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you navigate it though? How do like how do you say, okay, well, I know my kid's not gonna be that, but I still have to not break his spirit. I swear the difference between um You say how was science class today? <laughs> <laughs> how was lunch? No. I think that's when you have the talk between that's when you have the hard work beast talent conversation. And that that like I said, that'd be the thing. Like when I was just saying like my son is dope, but he sucked. It, it was the it was the it was the putting in the work. Yeah. Like you know that you got the talent. But you don't want to put it in the work. Yeah. See, it's it's the kids have so many distractions, bro. I I am still shocked at how many parks, how many schools. I remember when I was coming up, man. There was not many times. I don't give a fuck if we have to jump a gate. We was hooping. We was at the Rex all day. We was at the Rex all day. Niggas was having basketball practice after basketball practice. I'm going to the Rec. We had to on the weekends if everything closed, we jump in the gates, we we hooping on the pavement. Parks, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm by Simmons Park. Nigga, that's park used to jump every weekend. You asked and you empty. Had, <coughs> and you had certain you had certain parks that you just if I can get on this, if I can get on the court and play. Because you knew the niggas who can ball was gonna be there. Yeah. Like I remember when like we stayed next to us. I remember when Alexander was that park. Well, like the kids that was like Alexander was a part. In middle school or something like that, yeah. like they couldn't wait to be like, nigga, I'm on the court and I'm actually playing with these niggas because you knew it. I was in the park, like this court right here, the one where you're not gonna slip and fall at. Yeah. Only them niggas is getting on that court. <laughs> <laughs> you can do what you want on that other one, but this court belongs yeah, to even, these even, niggas. Even yeah. with us coming up, right? <laughs> even with us coming up, we would always be like, you know, when you hear an older older people talk, we'd be like, he could have made it. Facts. He was just on some other shit. Yeah. These kids ain't even close to making it, I feel like, without politics. Either without politics or 
they have so many distractions, bro. I can go on my phone all day long. I can go on my, I mean, you know, nowadays I can go on my phone and I can watch, I can watch film, right? Yeah. I can go on my phone. I can watch film from my bed. That's way different than going out there and doing it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you still got to put in that. You still got to put in that work. So I, I think I'll be feeling like the kids, the kids these days, they want to get there. They just don't want to put in the work to get there. Yeah, I saw I saw a clip from uh, from Gilbert Arenas the other day that was that was very uh, high. It was very it opened my eyes a little bit when he was talking about um, your kids training. Like a lot of kids, they're 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 kids and their trainers. They're training them for a certain to do certain things, but they're not training them for their level. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the moves you see on Instagram, those are pro moves. Mm-hmm. You're a high school player, and so it doesn't translate because the, what they're the defense they're playing in high school or the defense they're playing in college is not the same. Not the same so you're 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 training you're like you're 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 training your kids to do one thing, but it doesn't translate to the court. Yeah, and I, like I, I know I know people who've trained basketball players. I know people, and I, they they've told me like. Yeah, I'm taking the, I'm taking these parents' money, but this kid ain't gonna never be. This kid, this, this kid ain't gonna this kid ain't going I'm, nowhere. I'm sure they know. No, they know. I'm, I'm sure they know. The, 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 but it's like a, I'm paying a hundred dollars a session, and, I, and my kid ain't going. The parent, I don't know if the parents think the, the kid's gonna develop or what the case may be, or it's like a guilty conscience. Like maybe I wasn't a good father, so yeah. I'd rather just put this money into. I don't know. But like the trainers will tell you, like this kid ain't going nowhere. I'm take their parents' money though. <laughs> they think my, they think the Michael J- the Michael Jordan story is like for every kid. Like, he never even made it on the freshman team. No, there was a reason for that. No, there, there's a reason for that. <laughs> and what they didn't tell you about the Michael Jackson, I mean, Michael Mark, Jordan, probably, he didn't make the varsity team as a sophomore. Who the fuck does? <laughs> but he probably was averaging 40 fucking five as yeah. a sophomore on JV. Like, they, they're not telling you the whole fucking story. Like, no, he didn't make he didn't I sent make, my son uh, the freeze out article. Mm. When, they froze him out, when they froze Michael Jordan down. The mm. Mm. I didn't send it to him. Although I know, like, at that time, you know, he would do. Show no rookie, no love, nigga. How, <laughs> uh, how important is like them type of stories to get to the youth? You know what I'm saying? Like the the true like the because I think the youth get a lot of part of the story. Yeah, the good impo- part. They get yeah, they get the good part. Yeah. How important is it to get to give the kids the, like here's the story. You need to know the full story to understand. See, my kids, my kids are not. Basketball kids at all, and I, you know what? And, and I mean, some, in anything. Sometimes though. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to take that from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they need to know, like basketball isn't everything. You know what I'm saying? Fact. You, you, Kobe is an anomaly. You know what I mean? But a lot of people are not going. You know, a lot of people just don't live and breathe this shit, and that's okay. You know what I mean? A lot of you know when you get to, you know, we've talked to basketball basketball people, and I think I was watching. What the fuck was I watching? Who was that? Was it Carmelo? Was one of them where somebody asked him, "Do they miss it?" And he's like, "Nope." Yeah. Matt Barnes. He's like, "No, not at all." And I again with the kids, man, they don't really be, they don't know the history. Yeah. The only thing they care about is the end result, but they don't care about, they don't care how to get there. Yeah. If that makes sense. I can see a motherfucker ball out. I can see. I can. They can. They can open up motherfucking Instagram right now. And watch a nigga a, a million videos just ball out. Yeah. But, but you realize how he get there? How he got there? You realize what you're saying though, right? Like that. That shows that there's a clear distinction that there has been a change in times because yeah. back when we were children, like we, everybody couldn't afford to have a game system at their house. Everybody couldn't afford to fact. to stay at home and. 
entertain themselves within their bedroom or without having to step foot outside. We actually had to go outside and play. So although it's like, you know, it's a a different time, like you had to be a basketball kid. You were going outside to play. What else was you going to, what were you going to be doing at that time? Our kids have a million different things that they can choose from and they rather watch the highlights and look at the the training from the, you know, for NBA players because that's where they want to be. They want to be at the, they want the end result because everything is microwaved right now. Like everything is instant yeah. gratification. We you don't really have to work for much of anything. That's, that's, that's crazy. I, 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 I think it's, it's a, like I don't think kids, and maybe sometimes the parents a lot of times either don't understand the perspective. Like these are highlights. I'm only yeah. showing you a short portion of what the pro- total process was. I'm, sh- I'm showing you the end result. Like are you keeping in mind this is the end result? Like yeah. I had to get in this gym and bust my ass for hours and hours and hours and hours to get to a point where I can show you the highlights. Like I, uh, mm-hmm. I made it a point when my son was like, he went like he taking basketball serious. Like okay, I'm gonna show you uh, the Lenny Cook documentary. Mm, okay, like this is what talent without hard work looks like. This is this is exactly and every and everybody in the, in the documentary is like he had he had the talent to play in the NBA. He had to work at it, and this is and this is what ended up happening. Like so, I, I need you to see this shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I don't. I want. I want. I want to show you a real life example because I'm telling you this. Like you have to work hard off the court and, and in the classroom same, to, same, to, same to get to where. Yeah, to get to where you want to. If you don't, this is what it's gonna look like. You, you got all the talent in the fucking world, but if you don't work hard, you're gonna be the, the who could, like the hood shoulda coulda woulda. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gonna you gonna be that per- forever. Like I know. I feel like it has to hurt. I've never been, but when you like. 50 and it's still niggas walking up to you like man you was the coldest you don't forget that shit absolutely yeah yeah i was now i had would you want fries or do you want i tell i tell my son i tell my son all the time i I tell my son all the time i have a i have a uncle from from the neighborhood right i have an uncle that was him play for el dorado all that shit yeah was him he didn't show up to the state game because he was his buddy. That happens. It happens. Like I think the I think the biggest difference. Insane. It happens though. I think the biggest difference in generations is, I think like the earlier time, like our times, it was more people that was actually loving for the kids and trying to figure out how to get these kids to the next level. And mm-hmm. now it's so much business and Some what can grab. I. Yeah, what? Where's the money at? The in brand, this yeah. It's so much of of where's the money instead of yeah. The the business of basketball changed, and so the people that are involved is looking for the money. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out a way how to attach myself to the situation too. Like, yeah, I want to get you to school, but how can I do that and find some way to benefit for myself? How can I get rich before, while you're trying to get rich? Like, yeah, it's so much of that, and it takes away from the love. Yep. Yeah. And then these kids is. Because I think their love is leaving too. Because then once they start realizing, like, damn, y'all don't really. That's how. That's I'm how. I'm really just a price tag. That's how I feel about. Yeah. That's how I feel about podcasting, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying it. it mm. Um, I was. I was. A lot of the podcasts that I listened to been around for 11, 12, 13 years, man. Grinded. Yeah. So I was very, very happy to see them. Get like real bags, and then yeah. you see these motherfuckers that we, you know, we was talking about a few weeks ago. Price tag, fucking man. Barack Obama, uh, Michelle Obamas, and fucking what the fuck, the the princes and all that shit. They come in, 
snatch up some money and get out, and it just you know it yeah. fucks the game up. Um, it does. But man, as always, man, this was good, man. Yeah, we've been, we've been we didn't get hey we didn't get y'all for about two four hours today. Man. Nigga, I ain't know we finna be almost <laughs> done. We almost all right, yeah, shit. Twenty one uh we we that twenty one savage man go. What the fuck just happened? I just got cracked. Charlie Horse? Oh, <laughs> he showed Ooh, it. Hey, hey, I, I am going to <laughs> tell all y'all to go to the end of this. He <laughs> showed his age. Go get you some sugar. Go get you some sugar. Sentence. Go get you some sugar, my nigga. Oh. Oh. Hey, take us out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Y'all get to see that body in person. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wow. He really yeah. fucked up. Hey, oh, man. Uh, views for the seven on... Views for the seven on... Oh, come on, Shani. You better than this. Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Views for the seven Views for the seven on Facebook. <laughs> views for the underscore seven on Instagram. Views from the seven on Twitter. Views from the underscore seven on Snapchat. That is TikTok. how you find TikTok. on TikTok. TikTok. My fault yeah. on TikTok. I'm tripping. This <laughs> nigga threw me off. We not on Snapchat. On TikTok, views from the underscore seven. Um, that is how you find us. Follow us. Do all of the good shit. Everybody here. Like, comment, subscribe. All yes. Like, like, all share, like comment, subscribe. All, all that. that. Oh, YouTube. View seven network. Yes. View seven network. Get to YouTube. Ivan, where could they find you, at, Young Al Bundy. Why you ng underscore Al underscore Bundy on Twitter and Instagram. Shayna. Shayna underscore candy. That's S H A Y N A underscore K A N T I I. And that's everywhere. Uh, this man. You can follow the podcast, D Rose. Um, <laughs> just call me Spence. <laughs> he out there putting it in park. <laughs> out there fucked up. <laughs> I nigga interested now. That's crazy. Skinny Junior 777 on Instagram. Hey, Mike, go ahead and take us out of here. We go.